Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Channel Panel with God and Guests. I'm Ellen Scobie, your co-host for today. And that music was by Jonathan Goldenthal, and it was called Lucille. Well, welcome, everybody. Uh, We have a great show for you today. We just want to make one announcement at the start of the show, that we will be changing the time of the show to take note. We're going to go to Wednesday evenings at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. So just make note of that for the future. Um, I'd like to introduce Dr. Catherine May to you. I'm sure a lot of you are already familiar with her. She is a uh, clinical psychologist and the author of the book, Who Needs Light? Uh, she's a renowned workshop leader, and she teaches a very, very special technique called visual centering. Maybe Catherine can tell you a little bit about that. Uh, she channels Mother, Father, God, St. Germain, and Ashtar, and um, Jesus Sanana. Um, you can contact Catherine and get any information that you might need um, on her website. Uh, you can also purchase her book there, and you could also read her channelings, which um, uh, are all, you can find them all right on the website, whoneedslight.org. So if you have any questions today, our call in number is 760-683-2637. And we see the line is already lighting up like crazy. We've got a little different uh, uh, agenda for you today. So, Catherine, are you there? Yes, hi, Ellen. Hi there. Boy, it really is different today. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to need your help. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. We have a lot of calls. Just be patient. We'll get to you on the line, but we have uh, like I said a little a little different agenda. So, Catherine, can you explain a little bit what's going on today? Well, I've been told that Mother, Father, God are going to come and and give us a little introductory talk. And we also have Ashtar, who many of you know is the supreme commander of the intergalactic fleet that is protecting planet Earth. And we also have Jesus. Some Some of us call him Sananda, which is his ancient name. So... For Easter, it's wonderful to have Sananda here. I have never channeled him before publicly. I've talked with him a number of times, as many of us have. Um, But this will be a first, so that's going to be pretty exciting. And, of course, being Easter, we're honored to have this, this wonderful group of enlightened beings here to talk with us and here's how i see it they're they're sitting at the conference table ready to begin (laughs) we have this panel of guests who emit an enormous amount of light and it's just thrilling for me to be here i can feel the warmth it's as if i'm standing in the sunshine 
so I will I can briefly even describe to people what it's like to be channeling these wonderful beings and the way I see them. I've never discussed that before, but it might be interesting to people. In my mind's eye, I see Mother, Father, God, uh, brilliant light with, I see them as beings, but as uh, morphing colors. So some of you may remember lava lamps. I see the brilliant colors within their within their sense of beings very close to one another um, with this brilliant light emitted from them, coming out from them, warming the entire atmosphere. Um, Ashtar, is, as he describes himself, he's very tall, about seven feet tall, has blonde hair and bright blue eyes, and he's wearing his very snappy uniform that he wears on his spaceship uh, as the commander. And Sananda appears as we have seen him in many of his pictures in his robes, simple robes. Um, He appears to me with medium dark hair and olive skin and also brilliantly bright eyes that are penetrating but warm. So that's our our group for today, and I am so delighted to have the honor of of doing this work. So I will do my best to present them as they are, as they sound, as they feel, um, and I'll I'll ask you, Ellen, to do the transitions for me. Sure. Sometimes sure. I, I sometimes that's I great. That gives us an idea, a feeling, a sense of what it it must be like for you, which I, I it's hard for me to imagine, but that's great. So mm-hmm. we appreciate that. And um, I guess we'll get started, Catherine. Um, if you want to just take a moment and. Um, who who are we bringing in first? Is Mother, Father, God are going to go. Mother, first. Father, God. Okay. So mm-hmm. why don't you just a moment and settle down and and the next voice that we will hear is Mother, Father, God. Hello, dear children. We are delighted to be here with you. This is such a special occasion. We have never come before the group of us together. We've always spoken with you individually or in sequence. But today we may be able to have some discussion between us, at least some information for you about how we relate to each other and how we see our job and the way we work with you and how we see your progress now as you're involved in this historic and wonderful transition. We've talked to you a lot about how brightly you're shining, about how we see your work. The light workers on your planet have made such an effort to 
raise the consciousness level. And we know it's difficult for you to understand our part in this and our approach to your growth. We understand that you want us to step in and help, and that's natural. But it is our policy, our way, which we've called the true way, to allow you your complete freedom. And by doing this, it's as if, you know, a parent who has a toddler uh, was to always hold the toddler's hand and not ever let them walk on their own, the child would never learn to really run. And we love to see you run. So we see it as giving you the room to grow, the room to experience your own strength, the room to declare yourselves as warriors for the light, as many of you have done. We're touched and moved by the way you've been organizing yourselves, by the way you reach out to one another to support and encourage each other. We love seeing that because it strengthens you. It gives you hope. And most of all, you have company amongst yourselves. That's very important. We also are delighted that so many of you are reaching out, are reading the blogs, are listening to our messages, are making so many efforts to to communicate and to read the messages that come through through this channel and others. We're all trying to reach you, to communicate with you, and to encourage you to know that just as you don't need priests and ministers to to help you talk with us, you don't even need channels. You can talk with us directly. Of course, it's interesting to do it this way, and we're happy that we can. But you can talk with us directly, too. And we're here. We're all ears. We're listening to your questions. We're listening to your concerns. And we feel your feelings. So never fear. We have not abandoned you. We are closely watching. And there are many things here that we can't completely describe to you. It would take encyclopedias to explain, and then it still wouldn't be clear why we sometimes seem to be intervening when what we're really doing is supporting our light workers who are already doing the work. And sometimes it seems as though we're not there. But that's only because you hesitated. The people who were doing the work have hesitated. And then they regain their strength and begin again so that we can support and encourage. We try to do it that way. Now, there, you have reached the point where we can, according to intergalactic law, we can help you in more direct ways. We are planning those things. 
we're still working with those humans on the ground who have agreed to do this work. So it may seem to you as though it's taking forever, which is what so many of you have said. (laughs) But we are here, we're working, and it will not be forever, we guarantee you. For you, a lifetime is a very long time. And we can assure you, this is not. This is going to be the lifetime you came here to live. It is going to be as exciting and as thrilling as you had hoped, and then some. So here we are, Easter. It's afternoon on the East Coast. The celebrations and the church services have pretty much wound down. We saw the light coming from the the piazza in Rome. We saw the lights coming from the churches and the parades across the continents. And now across the United States, it has swept so that most of you are now back at home together carrying your light and we're thrilled with that we're delighted we know that you don't have to go to church to celebrate your connection with us and that's just fine with us we see you shining around the dinner table with each other that's a wonderful thing to us too wherever people gather wherever there are groups Wherever you celebrate life, you celebrate your connection with us, we are delighted. And we're here for you. You only need to ask. Now, we should mention something that we brought up during the week. We have asked our channel, Catherine, to take part in a process of clearing the dark entities from the planet and from within those who have been taken over by these dark energies, dark entities. They are, in fact, dark souls. So someone who has been taken over by a dark entity is, in fact, someone who is now existing as if they had two souls inside the body. That is a very difficult, very painful situation for many people. Some of you may have experienced it. You may know people who are anguished, confused, conflicted, and they think there's just something wrong with them. They think they're mentally ill. They think they can't control their feelings. And that is because the feelings they can't control are not their own And we have asked Catherine, because of her training and her understanding of dark entities, which she has put in her book, we asked her to do this. She has described in the book the way way that these dark entities operate, the way they sound, the way they look, the way they behave. And when someone who is a light worker, a good person, is taken over 
by one of these dark entities. They then become a good person who does unexpectedly vicious or mean or uh, may even look like evil things. In fact, it is someone who has been, you might call it, possessed by an evil entity. This is different from being in a bad mood. And some of these people who are carrying the dark entities are actually light workers who have volunteered to take on these dark entities to protect others because they felt before they came here that they were strong enough to withstand this. They are warriors. They're warriors for light and they have protected the others around them by absorbing and carrying these dark entities because they felt able and strong enough to control the dark entities within the circle of their own being. And now it is time for these people to come forward and to be freed because now we have healers and light workers who have been trained to remove these dark entities and to take them to the light. Now this may seem like an odd arrangement for you and it could sound to you maybe as if it's unnecessary, but let us explain. Many of these dark entities are those who have existed on the planet as fallen angels. They have not gone through the process of going toward the light when they die, of being reabsorbed, being accepted into the unconditional love and forgiveness that is the higher dimensions. They have not experienced this. They continue to incarnate by staying close to the planet, by breeding, by increasing in numbers, and by co-opting others. It is how your planet became so dark, because there are so many of them. And now the light workers have devised this system of containing them for a time by courageously absorbing their darkness and carrying it with them so that it wouldn't affect others. And now it's time for those dear ones to be freed. We have asked Catherine to go across the country to teach how to do this and to do these workshops and sessions to remove the dark entities. If you read the book and you understand, there is a difference between someone who is a psychopath, for instance, someone who is truly dark and wishes to do ill from the time they're born, that's a different kind of entity than what we're describing. What we're describing is someone who is living with two souls inside their being. Their original soul, which is of great light, 
and this dark entity that ha- that rears its head and takes control from time to time. These may be the people that you have described as bipolar. They may seem crazy at times, but this is because the dark entity has been able to break through for a time and has gotten out of the control of the person who's trying to manage it. We honor their efforts. We adore them for what they have done. They are the light workers of courage who have spared the rest of you by containing these dark entities. And now it is time for them to be freed. It's time for them to not suffer any longer with this terrible responsibility that they have taken on. So now come forward, all of you who may have this difficulty, who may feel this conflict in yourself, times when you feel out of control, times when you can't manage dark feelings, and times when you have terrible regrets, when you feel ashamed, when you feel so despairing that you'll never be able to control yourself, you'll never be able to do the right thing because these feelings keep reemerging that you can't control. That is the symptom of someone who's carrying a dark energy. Come forward and be healed. We want you all to be freed of this terrible responsibility that you've carried. It is now time for all the dark energies to be swept away from Gaia. And as the light workers do this, these light energies, these dark energies, excuse us, these dark entities will be captured and will be carried away and will be taken to the light against their will but so that they can no longer do damage on your planet. And the more of these dark energies we can remove from the planet, from you, from your responsibility, from your arena, the brighter the planet becomes, the happier your lives will be, and the less conflict you will experience. You might say this is part of the spring cleaning process to get rid of these toxic energies that have been so difficult to manage. So we ask you to contact Catherine or your other healers who may know how to do this. They they know who they are, the ones who are trained and are expert at this process, know who to call upon to help with it, They never do it alone, and they do not do it by themselves. Anyone who tells you they are a healer who can remove dark energies all by themselves, they are wrong. They cannot. The healers we have trained work with Archangel Michael, with Sananda, with other guides and helpers, and they are the ones who remove and escort the dark energies to take them away. You need a crew. So each person 
who wants to experience this or has a friend or a relative, many of you will know people that fit this description. Help them. Bring them forward. And ask that they be healed. We have asked Catherine to go across the country, possibly across the globe, to do workshops, to train people who have already worked as light workers and healers to do this process and to help with those healings. So now, before we take up too much more time, we have our dear Ashtar and Sananda here to talk with you. So now that we have told you our plan for this near term, and we hope you will cooperate, organize the groups yourself. Um, Try not to inundate Catherine's email box with dozens of questions or personal questions, but rather organize. Help us to, to make this work. Help us to reach as many people as possible so that your healers can do their work. And now, I think the plan is is uh, well laid here that we will turn this over to Ellen and allow... Yes. yes. Thank you, Mother, Father. I have a question I wonder if you could help me with and maybe it could help our viewers. You described that these dark entities are that come in are two souls. What about the person that seems to be born with just pure evil? You don't see any light in them at all. Can you can you address that? That's a different issue. We are not asking our healers to work with those people. Mhm. It's a different developmental issue, and there are different reasons for them being here. Um, They may have developed this way because of terrible abuse in their childhoods. They may have lost their connection to their heart. And anyone who who would fit that description of someone who has no heart has literally lost the connection between their mind and their heart and their soul. Those those people will have to end their lives in the normal way and then be escorted back to us to go through their their reviews and their uh, learning process when they come back here. Oh, thank you. Okay, for the clarification. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Ellen. Well, yes. And so now, um, Catherine, are you there? I'd just like to ask you if you're yes, ready. I'm back. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I just want to ask you if you need a little break, if you'd like to go ahead and um, channel Ashtar. Yeah, let's see. How do you feel? Ashtar's here. Okay. He's happy. He wants he wants to have his turn. Great. Great. All okay. right. All right. 
So I'll just um, get out of the way and let Ashtar speak. All right. Great. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Yes, it's I, Ashtar. I am delighted to be here. We were joking earlier when Catherine was describing us. It's amusing to us to hear ourselves described in the way that she presents us. We are so um, unconcerned, different from the way you the way you um, operate. We we don't have mirrors or look at ourselves, so it amuses us to be described by our physical uh, qualities. Nevertheless, I'm glad to be here. Now let's get on. So I can tell you what I would like to talk about today. Yes, I'm aware of the dark entity issues, and I can assure you we have been dealing with these issues for eons. And especially, you might you might think of our intergalactic fleet as the military arm of the light workers, because yes, you have needed protection. You have needed many of us to help do various things like protecting your planet from invasion and also protecting your planet from disruption, from flipping on its axis. There are many ships that have been helping with these things. There are. We have very evolved science, you know. We have technologies that you can't even imagine. And we have computers that are capable of processing enormous amounts of energy, enormous amounts of information. And we keep track. We keep track of all of you. We keep track of what's going on in the universe. And we're well aware of what's been happening over the eons. I hear a little dog barking here. That's Catherine's little dog. He's very cute. (laughs) So, we are what you might call the light warriors. And we are aligning with you now because you really are in the process of experiencing a battle between light and dark. You have experienced the the uh, uprising of the dark energies, the conflicts on the ground. Your you see it in every area of your life. You see it in your politics. You see it in uh, your social lives. You see the conflict between light and dark. So you are fighting the same battle on the ground as we have fought throughout the universe over the eons that we have been protecting planet Earth. We are the protectors. We have been here to help you for thousands of years, but especially in the last 50 years or so since you've developed nuclear weapons Since the radiation on your planet has increased, it has been of great concern to the rest of the 
of the universe, as you can imagine, because nuclear energy is very dangerous. It is dangerous to you, and it's dangerous to us. And so we are here to contain, to help, to protect. We are hoping, above hope, that soon your governments, your leaders, will agree to disclosure, what we call disclosure. We are the ones that need to be disclosed. We're tired of being secret. We're tired of keeping ourselves secret. We want everyone to know we're here. We'd like to land on your lawn in our spaceship, come out and greet you. We would love to cooperate, to share our technologies, to embrace you. Because you are our brothers and sisters. You are the ones we love. And it hurts us to think that we are looked upon as weird creatures who would like to invade and take over your brain or rob you of your DNA or such ridiculous things. We don't do that. We are much like you, except that we live in peace and have for quite a long time. We're used to being peaceful. We're used to cooperation. We don't have wars. And we would like to help you end yours. We only need to be invited. So here we are on Easter Day. You're all celebrating the ascension of the Lord Jesus, Sananda as we call him. And he's here with us. I thought it might be helpful for you to know what kind of relationships we have here. Sananda is the honored admiral who travels with me on my ship, the mothership called the New Jerusalem. It's a beautiful ship. It's enormous. It covers an area of about two-thirds of your country, of the United States. We have parks. We have gardens. We have beautiful rooms to stay in. We have gathering places. We have, well, I just can't begin to tell you the beauty that surrounds us and the convenience We don't have to worry about growing things because we can materialize them whenever we want. Our food is delectable if we should choose to indulge in it. Our air is clean and pure, and we are surrounded with love of our brothers. I would like to tell you about my relationship with Sananda I think if I were a teenager on planet Earth, I would say, he's my hero. 
<laughs> we look up to him because he is such a bright being of light and power. We are proud to be involved in this project in which he has been involved for many thousands of years. He is our leader and the one whose concept of freedom and dignity for the human race we have carried as our own vision. He is the one who never failed in his faith that the children of planet Earth would one day be able to free themselves from the darkness they've struggled with for so long. He came to Earth 2,000 years ago with that hope in his heart. That journey was not entirely successful because, of course, the powers that be at that time did not want to tolerate such a rebel. You know, many of the churches that have been established since his time there call themselves conservative, which is really rather amusing when you think about it because Jesus, of course, was such a rebel and was anything but conservative in the view of the people around him and in whatever your definitions of that might be. He was loving, he was kind, as he is now. He is the embodiment of the light of the central sun, which you also call the Godhead. And his light emanates around him wherever he goes. I am honored, deeply, deeply honored, to be the commander of the ship that carries our great Lord Sananda. He doesn't like to be complimented. <laughs> he doesn't want to be worshipped or flattered. He wants us to know he is our brother. He presents himself as our brother and our leader. And we are deeply grateful for his presence, for his guiding light, for his warmth and his dedication, which never falters. It's an inspiration to us. It makes our jobs easy. It's wonderful to have such a leader, so full of kindness, forgiveness, acceptance, and also passion and inspiration. If only some of you could experience this in your lives, perhaps you could be like that in your lives to the people around you. He is our role model. And he can be yours too. He also is very accessible. He meets with us. We discuss 
our plans. We talk over what's happening. Whether it's time to land one of our small ships in Catherine's backyard, as she's invited us to do, or perhaps on the White House lawn, or perhaps in the mall uh, in Washington when they're doing the hearings, the citizens' hearings. Of course, we like to joke about it. But ultimately, it will happen. And when we do land, you will see I, Ashtar, will bring our leader and my dear friend and he will appear again. So you see, the new Jerusalem is the second coming. The irony, of course, is that he's never left. He's always been here among you. He's always been here for you. And he will be. Always. With the people of planet Earth. He's here now. He's beaming. And he would like to speak with you too. What a day it is. 2013 years after his appearance on planet Earth when he came here to teach you about ascension. And here you are, finally, everyone talking about ascension. I'll bet he has some interesting lessons for you for today. Am I right, Sananda? He's nodding. Yes. I'm going to turn over the the line now to Sananda with love and greetings to all of you, dear friends. We're so glad you came to listen to us. We're delighted to be here. And now I will turn it over to Sananda. Namaste all. Namaste. Perhaps Ellen would like to come in here for a moment or have a little music and let our channel have a moment's rest. Okay. Yes, and, and thank you, Ashtar. So we'll be back in, in just 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 a few moments.
Yes, hello. This is Ellen, and we are back. And we're going to go to um, our our next channeling with Jesus Sananda. And, you know, this is a little different today because we usually get to questions, but I think a lot of the questions will be answered and have been answered already. Um, So we'll go ahead, and um, the next voice that you will hear is Jesus Sananda. Welcome. Thank you, Ellen. It's a pleasure to be here. I have never been to this radio show before, and it is wonderful to be here with all of you. I know that there will be many listeners, that there are many listeners now, and there will be more who call in to listen to this show. It's wonderful. It touches our hearts that so many of you are gathering to listen to our messages. Catherine has never done this before, so this is new for her. And we are grateful that she's willing to be so daring. Now, as you know, this is what some people think of as my big day. Well, I assure you, it was uh, quite an event for those who witnessed it. But nothing so... Remarkable for me, since I had already been to planet Earth many times before and had experienced the ascension process myself. So the way it's described in the scriptures and in in the stories is somewhat true, but really the purpose of, of my journey to Earth was not to be remembered as someone who was executed on a cross. I don't like to see those images. I don't like to remember it, as you can imagine. I don't like to focus on that part of my life here. That was not what was important. That was the result of those people who did not want me to speak who were threatened by the power of the people as they started to think and question and refuse to be suppressed. But that was not those last moments. When they're glorified in that way, really give credit to the dark ones who caused so much suffering. That is not how I want to be remembered. I want to be known as the man who walked among you, as the one who understood your concerns, who talked with you, who held your hand, who looked into your eyes, who knew what you felt, who knew what your suffering was, who knew what you needed, and what you needed then, just as now, is freedom from oppression, freedom from masters who try to control and organize every element of life on earth. 
in some ways it's even worse now than it was when I was here because the oppression is more subtle, is more hidden and reaches every single person. There's hardly a way you can escape from it. And many of you don't even know that that's what's happening. All of your institutions, all of your experiences of life are controlled by the ones who control the money. It is a a fallacy. It is. If it were not so tragic, it would be a joke because there is no such thing as money. There is fabulous abundance on your planet Earth but you've been co-opted into thinking that those little pieces of paper you carry around have value. If you didn't agree that they had value, they would have no power over you. Well, let's not talk about that right now. What I want you to know is that I am not the man they've described me to be. The scriptures you read are only a small part of the writings that were actually done while I was just after I died, some of them during the time I lived. The stories were told about my life, about my dear family, my wife, Mary Magdalene, whom I dearly love. I was not a lone ranger among men. That's the absurd story that was told by patriarchal, arrogant men who wanted to control everyone around them, especially the women. You've seen what your Pope is doing, and I can tell you, He is one of us. He is my dear friend, an ascended master, who is there to change the way the Catholic Church operates. First, by winning hearts and minds, which is the way that things really change. It is the emotional feelings, it is the psychological approach to life by uplifting people's ideas, by uplifting their emotions, we create ascension into higher dimensions. And then the body follows. The person follows. First, you must Take hold of yourselves. Think of yourselves as souls clothed in this body and then work to raise your vibration. You raise your vibration by experiencing love, by expressing love, by by allowing your empathy and your forgiveness and your compassion for others to blossom like a flower. It is your destiny. And now with the energies coming forth from the central sun through the dark rift as they call it 
really blasting across your planet. All of you are being invited to raise your vibration to literally change your DNA. Your DNA is being affected by these energies in such a way that the aggressiveness, the darkness that has been a part of the human condition will be melting away. Now, that does not mean that all aggression will end. You, too, must take hold of yourselves. You must work with yourselves to manage those feelings, to change the patterns of your thinking. For even if you changed your DNA this moment to an elevated state, you still would have to change your patterns, the way you feel about the world, the way you respond to the world, must be modified as well, and that is within your free will. That is what we ask you all to do now. Be fearless. Literally fearless. Let the fear melt away. Listen to the things you say to yourself and to others. Oh, I'm so stressed. No, there is no such thing as stress. Oh, I'm so busy. Well, Why are you so busy? Why would you want to be so busy? This is not a badge of honor. This is not an honorable value to be busy. So busy that you can't talk to your friends, that you can't smile at your children. Awaken, my children. It is time for change. It is time for you to question everything. Question what you've been taught. Question what you feel. Question what you think. Just because an idea passes through your mind doesn't mean it's yours. And it doesn't mean you have to believe it. You have been immersed in propaganda and untruth since the day you were born. Your ancestors had the same experience. It's time to shake off those untruths that go back so many thousands of years. The ideas that there are some who are superior to others, nonsense. You are all equal in our eyes. There are some who, oh, here's one that I want to put to rest right now. We do not see human beings as male, female, strictly. We understand that there are variations, that some may be Males who are attracted to other males, some may be females attracted to other females, some may be men attracted to women. You were created this way, dear ones, to be capable of every kind of love. And those who are courageous enough to come here in the body 
of one who will be attracted to the same sex they are are the courageous ones. They are the ones who are learning that there are no boundaries to love. This was part of the plan for all of you to know that there are no superiorities and this was also part of the plan to break down the patriarchy that believed that men are superior. Men are not superior to women. They're simply half of a greater soul. There are some differences and isn't that lovely? It creates a magnetism that is compelling and wonderful. And we wish for you to enjoy that on every level, all the time. You love your puppy differently than you love your child. You love your wife differently than you love your sister. You love your mother differently than you love your father. And that's as it should be. We have no restrictions. We don't care about making rules. Any rules. What Mother, Father, God have called the true way is based in love, compassion, forgiveness, generosity, empathy, and faith. And when you have true faith, when you align yourself with Mother, Father, God and with me as your representative, you will feel love. You will feel every form of love. And we celebrate that, dear ones. And now I have taken up all the time and I'm afraid there won't be time for questions, but we will be back. We will come back to your next program and we will answer your questions directly. For now, we wish you a happy springtime and a celebration for today. I hope you will remember that I am here to bring you love. Thank you. Namaste. Oh, we thank you so much, Jesus Sananda, for being with us today. What a special gift gift and gift it was for us. And so thank you to Mother, Father, God, and Ashtar also. Um, Sorry we couldn't take all your calls today, but please call back again. Remember, the show is changing to Wednesday evenings. The next one will be April 10th, Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 p.m., Um, Remember to go to Catherine's website, follow her channelings there. Things are changing so quickly. You can also contact Catherine there. Uh, So thank you all for being with us. Catherine, would you like to say goodbye? We just have a few seconds. (laughs) That was quite a three-ring circus. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to hear this show. (laughs) Thank you for coming, everyone. That was very exciting. And so long. Till next time. Bye-bye.
time. 